Hello everyone and welcome to the Critical Care Let's Serve podcast, your go-to spot for all things critical care. Along with my host and speaker, let's dive deep together into the world of saving people's lives. Hello, Dr. Bidad. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to you on your first episode of the IBP and Critical Care Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Uh, so allow me to provide an introduction about ourselves. I'm Joanne Al-Khatib, a former critical care clinical pharmacist at King Hussein Cancer Center. Joining me as our guest for today's episode is Dr. Bidad Awad, currently serving as a critical care clinical pharmacist at KHCC. Dr. Widad is a graduate of the ASHP accredited PGY-1 pharmacy residency program. She has a particular interest in sepsis and cancer patient-related research and holds board certification as a pharmacotherapy specialist. Additionally, she is a member of the Society of Critical Care Medicine and you recently joined the Antimicrobial Stewardship Committee at KHCC. So welcome, Dr. Widad. Thank you, Juan, for the kind introduction. And um, hello, nice to meet you again, Juan. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Uh, today, we will discuss the role of the critical care clinical pharmacist in general. So my first question for you today in this podcast would be, so did you actively opt for ICU or did ICU choose you? Well, this question actually brings back good memories to my first days as an ICU pharmacist. So eventually I've started my first days as an ICU uh, orientation as part of my PGY1 residency. And ICU was one of my first uh, clinical rotations. And I I can say that since then I could have ever imagined myself at any other place as a clinical pharmacist, but at the ICU. So I think um, along with my passion for challenging situations, um, my career path at the ICU was a combination of my passion and the nature of ICU service that meets that. So I think we both choose each other. Okay, nice answer. So Dr. Widad, upon choosing to join the critical care team, what were your initial thoughts regarding your role in such an intricate section of the hospital? Yeah, so I would say that I thought initially that our role will be really complicated. And sometimes I was thinking that it would be limited because, you know, given the complexity of the situations and cases that would require um, interventions beyond our initial experience as juniors at the ICU. So I was thinking that um, what would be my role? Uh, how can I um, respond back to, to the team? Um, but once you start um, uh, being an ICU clinical pharmacist, and once I started my ICU rotation, I was actually amazed by the great work and the great effort and the great areas for interventions that uh, was dependent on uh, were dependent uh, on the clinical pharmacist at the ICU. Yes. So despite that complexity of the work and complexity of the cases and our, like, uh, I would say, benign um, um, role uh, as juniors in the areas, uh, as going with the time, you will be amazed by the interventions and the amount of a great work that would be provided by the clinical pharmacists as you grow as part of the ICU team. I do agree with you. Excellent points, Dr. Dad. 
So this leads us to the third question. Do you believe that being a critical care clinical pharmacist necessitates a distinct skill set, comprehensive and extensive knowledge compared to other clinical pharmacists, given that most ICU cases, as you know, involve multiple active problems that necessitate knowledge from various specialties? Well, absolutely, yes, Juwan. So with the complexity of cases that I've mentioned before and the conditions that we faced as an ICU clinical pharmacist with the team. So knowledge is definitely needed and very needed in the ICU pharmacist because you have to be um, um, part of the updates and you have to, to gain that knowledge and experience to be able to um, discuss the cases and intervene interve as needed. However, what I can say is most importantly in the in the ICU pharmacies is being able to critically think. So I think knowledge and updates you can easily gain and you can always double check whatever you, you did not expose before. But um, you need to be able to critically think uh, as part of the skills that you need as an ICU clinical pharmacist and um, as needed and as growing in the ICU critical thinking and various skills will um, and of course fast response and be able to give immediate action and fast decisions as part of the adrenaline rush in the ICU yes. work. I think this is most important uh, in beside the knowledge of course but it is uh, it's needed for uh, optimization your role as an ICU clinical pharmacist and I I, I I can say it's very challenging it's not never easy to be able to to handle everything but as far as it's challenging it's very interesting area and it's a very ch a great chance for you to grow uh, and uh, facilitate uh, with the team uh, and to gain their trust um, given that you have that skills uh, in addition to your knowledge yes this is a very nice insight especially being able to critically think so, yeah. to be that, when reflecting on a clinical pharmacist, the foremost aspects that usually typically comes to mind is the handling of maybe drug-drug interaction, evaluating drug therapy, uh, pharmacokinetics monitoring, and maybe consideration related to, to, to dosage. But in 2020, the Society of Critical Care Medicine and ACCP defined some of the roles of the clinical pharmacist in the ICU which includes the role in clinical activities, educational, scholarly, and administrative activities. In what way do you believe these areas influence the quality of work performed by ICU clinical pharmacists and the overall effectiveness of the ICU team? Well, you just highlighted one of my biggest beliefs in, as an ICU pharmacist. So definitely, in addition to our well-known and usually clinical pharmacy role, being the drug expert part of the team, I would say that um, to highlight the role of clinical pharmacists. So you would intervene for dosing, drug-drug interactions, as you mentioned, pharmacokinetics of sure. That this is a very important area where uh, we find ourselves expert in that. So handling the pharmacokinetics part uh, and uh, everything related to medication and therapeutic plan. But uh, as you said, the role of ICU pharmacists should be expanded and should be well beyond uh, this. And this is important for both uh, um, self-development, you, you can develop yourself, and for your area of expertise uh, development as well. So me, myself, at our institution, beside our clinical job, we have a very um, crucial role uh, for uh, other uh, educational activities and uh, research, of course, and um, even you can you can handle some 
um, uh, administrative role uh, as uh, as part of your um, job description. And um, I've learned this from my mentor. So my mentor as in the, in the ICU um, was always telling me that um, you can do the clinical job and you can do the yes. clinical part and rounding and handle everything, but you should expand yourself beyond that. And I totally agree with that because, as I said, it's really important for your self-development and for your area of experience uh, of handling this. And I will always keeping this in mind and I will always continue to transfer this to my mentee in the future because being able to provide uh, education and research and handling everything in the ICU is much needed in the field and it's definitely enhanced the quality of uh, of time management, the quality of your skills, critical thinking and of course uh, clinical work. Yes, definitely. So Dr. Widad, what are your thoughts on the involvement of ICU pharmacists in a critical care multidisciplinary round? And how do you believe an, an ICU pharmacist can quickly earn the trust of the ICU team? Well, I would start with the earning trust part of the question. So it's really challenging, I think, in all areas, even as outside the ICU for a clinical pharmacist uh, to, at the beginning of their journey um, of the work, to gain the trust. And especially when I say in the ICU, because we are working with the highly qualified teams and because given the complexity of care provided. So, you know, when you start your work as a junior and you are the, the most junior one of the ICU yes. team and there is oh, a complexity there. of definitely cases. been there, yes. Yeah, you know that feeling oh. when you are standing and you... You want to intervene and you say, would they hear my recommendation? Would anyone yeah. respond positively to my work or should I just step back and listening? So what, this is one of, one of the most important uh, things that comes to mind uh, for a very junior clinical pharmacist at the ICU area. However, I think one of the most important things is to for you to, to trust yourself first. So if you build your trust in yourself yes. that you are able to do this, uh, yeah, <clears throat> sorry, I, I would say this is would definitely help. And uh, being very well prepared uh, and ready for the rounds before starting the round is really important. So if you're very well prepared and very well ready for, for what is coming, I think this would be part of your trust in yourself um, and, uh, and uh, part of your confidence to share that knowledge and your interventions with the team uh, in a very appropriate way. And uh, I think, Juan, you remember that too. So our first days at the ICU, we were like uh, um, coming to the ICU like uh, two to three hours before starting the yes. round. Just because we need to yes. be ready. We needed to know everything. I went to check everything before the round. And I, I like that, actually. This is really important, especially at the beginning, to, to, to gain the trust and to build yourself and to be yes. confident enough of your recommendation because you already double-checked that several times before the round. So yes. what is else important, I would say, is to, to be able to provide correct response and appropriate response to questions in a timely manner. And I would always say to, to whoever uh, coming to be trained in the ICU, if you know the question, just answer the question confidently and go with an evidence-based question. So you know the evidence and you are the best one to answer the question. If you don't know this information, if you don't know the evidence, if you, you're not sure, you just say, you know what, if this is not really important to be checked uh, at the round, you can just respond later. I will double check this and get back to you. 
This is really important. I, I think this is really an important part to gain the trust of the other side. So you would say that I'm a very well uh, evidence-based uh, uh, person. I will double check the information. So by this, you you um, gain their trust. So they know that you based, based, based your um, recommendation on the evidence. Otherwise, there is no point of just telling whatever comes to your mind and uh, I don't think it's really appropriate to come like several hours after that. And you know what? What I answered the round was not the correct one. And here is the correct answer. This is really important in the trusting um, the team part of, the, of your question. Yes. Now, going back to the first um, part of uh, the role of ICU pharmacists in the MDC rounds. So beside the, what I've, we've already uh, discussed before, so being the drug expert and handling everything related to therapeutic plans and medications, dosing, renal dosing, I would say this is the most interesting part of the, uh, of the handling medications, the challenging parts of the dosing. The pharmacokinetics, the uh, medications levels, everything, drug interactions and adjustments is most important uh, uh, parts of our role at the ICU. Um, but also, I would say uh, part of the MDC rounding is a very crucial part is the communication. So appropriate communication and appropriate responding to the ICU team and all members, nursing, nutritionists, uh, hospitalists, um, um consult the consultant are attending the round every uh, part, every person in that round is really important to be handled appropriately in terms of communication and response because you you would uh, give the very good like uh, shining image of uh, of the ICU pharmacist by responding and of course sharing knowledge uh, and um, uh, alternatively, sometimes you need to give some drug information um, um, uh, questions to as a response. So being the pharmacist uh, contact person as part of the, of the round is really important and really um, uh, needed. And what we are applying at our institution is also verifying the orders of the, of the uh, physicians on the electronic medical records. All that role as part of the MDC round is really important to to uh, to highlight and shining the the role of the ICU pharmacist as a crucial member of the ICU round. So it's really important to to get uh, it challenging, of course, but it's really important to work on that part. Uh, and I can say that uh, without an ICU pharmacist, the 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 multidisciplinary rounding would never uh, be complete. And uh, this is what we actually gaining. Uh, after years at uh, several institutions around the world, including ours. Yes, definitely. So trust yourself and prepare is the key answer. And attitude is also very important. It's not our role to correct the doctor, but to be part of his decision. So Yeah, I totally you. agree yes. with you, Juan, um, um, for that point. Thank you for highlighting this. So uh, I totally agree that uh, good and appropriate attitude according with appropriate response and Good communication with the team is a uh, yeah is yet really important. Thank you for your thoughtful answer, Dr. Vidad. I really, really enjoyed hearing your thoughts as always. So that's a wrap for today's episode. It's been a pleasure having you with us today, Dr. Vidad. A huge thanks to you. Until next time, stay tuned and take care. Thank you. Thank you, Juan. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Remember, 
to hit subscribe and join us on LinkedIn at the IVPN Critical Care Let's Serve. Remember to stay engaged, stay informed, and share the form C love.